A diamond castle, you say? There can't possibly be anything scary, demented, or PTSD-inducing about this movie. And then I watched it. But but we'll get we'll get to that later. Guys, welcome to the Messed Up at Midnight podcast, the show that's two to three bad songs away from utterly fucking losing it. I'm your host, Max Steele, and as always, I'm joined by the man who's here to teach you the true value of friendship. It's Michael Flaherty, everybody. I'm glad to be here. You know what? I was listening to some Ice Spice. I got my I am Knuff hoodie, and you, I, we're we're about to we're about to hold hands, put make friendship bracelets, and listen to "We're All in This Together" by High School Musical. All right, it's it's a it's a real it's a real fun time, real fun vibe out here, dude. Fun vibes here, and the we're on we're on the downslope of the Barbie month. We got like what this movie and like three more to cover, like. Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting th- we're over the halfway point, which is what I was scared about. I'm like, okay, if I can just last out for the rest of this month. If I can just last through Fairytopia movies and this one, I can be good. <laughs> but did, was this one an enjoyable experience? Well, we'll get to that. But today, we are talking about the 2008 animated musical fantasy film Barbie and the Diamond Castle. It's about two best friends that go on a journey to find the Diamond Castle because a Stranger stuck um, uh, because of a stranger stuck in a mirror that told them to do so, and if they don't, an evil doer will bring darkness to the world. Mike, what did you think of this movie? This movie was, and that's about the extent of what I have to say. This movie was. It's we're in that we're in that weird space of Barbie movies where it's this odd middle point where it's just this blob of. Yeah, I've uh, we've all seen this before. It's not overly offensive, but by God, it's not doing anything overtly interesting. It's not Thumbelino where you're like, oh my God, these characters are evil. Mm-hmm. And it's not Princess and the Popper where, where you're sitting there just clutching your chest going, oh my God, they're doing something original and it's mm-hmm. good and coherent. It's It's just this nebulous form of friends forever, weird looking evil woman just mm-hmm. tries to mess with Barbie's day. And that's about the extent of it. Yeah. And we might have some different opinions than most people, because again, we are covering nine animated fucking Barbie movies back to back that, you know, we're having to watch all these movies in a row. We are seeing these movies in quick succession. And a lot of these Barbie movies, they tread in that same path. They share similar beats and story points. They don't really do anything new, you know, except for maybe like Princess and the Popper. That's first of all, that's not a bad thing, you know, if you have a franchise formula that works. But when it's executed poorly, it sticks out like a sore thumb. It's like rewatching a bad movie just over and over and over again, expecting it to, you know, maybe it'll get better this time. So when I got done watching this, you know, I feel like I had already seen this movie like earlier on in the month. Mike, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. I'm right there fucking with you. It's mm-hmm. it's the Barbie movies at a certain point just realized all they needed to do was follow the same beats and patterns. Mm-hmm. So for this unknown stretch of time from like 2005 to like 2012, they just did the same freaking movie over and over and over again. And granted, you can have similar plot points i mean god damn star wars marvel the fast and furious all of them have very similar plot points and mm-hmm. you will catch me at the freaking theaters for a fucking fast and furious movie no questions asked 
but there's also the idea is if you're going to have the same beats, plots, and themes, you also run into the fact that you may also tread the same bad water over and over and over again. And that's what I'm freaking noticing. I'm noticing that, yup, they screwed up the CGI again. Yup, the, the characters are going to be these weird half-assed versions of like go-getter girl bosses. And it's it's just there feels like we're doomed to repeat this vicious freaking cycle until like you have something like fairy secret or princess and the popper, which granted, I don't think they were like knockout home runs, but God, they were different. God, they were different. They took a different approach because like, I mean, let's look at it. Like this movie did the same fucking thing that the nutcracker and Thumbelina did as like a story within a story framework at the beginning, which mm -hmm. I mean, you know, once I'm like, oh, that, you know, okay, that's that's something. Two, I'm like, that's a weird coincidence. Three, I'm like, okay, it's a fucking pattern now. <laughs> and, and not just that, uh, also the musical aspect. I personally wasn't really a fan of the music in this film. It felt like, whereas other Barbie movies that we've covered this month, there was at least maybe like one song or two that I was able to like pick out and be like, oh, that, that sounds a little bit different. You know, that's something different than the standard Disney AI shit out song that we've had before. But some of the songs in this movie, from a technical standpoint, it felt like they had mixing issues because like in some songs, like two characters would be singing and you could noticeably tell when they sung individually that like one was mixed like a little bit higher than the others. And also, yeah, none of them stuck out at all. Mike, you're the music guy. What do you think? Oh, 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 preach to the choir. Preach to the choir. This was mixed very weirdly. Much of the Barbie movies always fall into the same pattern of... <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Much of them fall into the same pattern of just crapping out just some movie about, you know, togetherness and overcoming problems, which is totally okay. It's okay to have a whole movie where those are your songs. It's fine. Mm -hmm. But there's, just like my co-host said, there's mixing problems. You can tell when they artificially will just pitch someone up just because they're like, oh, nope, they need to sound different. And then they're just done with that. And just the songs themselves, they're n sonically, they don't stand out. There's nothing interesting about them. It's either Barbie and her friend just singing about like friendship or it's the or it's the bad woman just going like, grr, I do hate friendship. And that's the extent of the freaking songs. Like they're so they're, they're so expected. Mm -hmm. There's nothing like like with the uh, Preminger and all of that. He was at least doing something different other than grr, I hate fun and friendship and all of that. At least there was a point to his music and like a whole plan and stuff. It's. This what? is it just feels like it was just just doomed from the start with the music. What a fucking setup for a villain where her entire like the crux of her, I guess, evil plan is man, fuck friendship. Like, I didn't know this movie was literally just dude. And this film was just a fem cell. Dude, she is just a fem cell. She quite literally is just going like, you know what? I don't need friends or romantic relationships. Those are all dumb and for wussies. I'm going to show them. And goes just as a bummer to be around. Now, let's move on from wicked, look, wicked evil doers. And let's talk about something that is 
a sin on your fucking senses and absolute nightmare fuel. And of course, mm. I'm talking about the creepy fucking dogs. Yeah. In also, again, <laughs> yeah. this isn't the first time we've had creepy fucking dogs this month. We had one with fucking human teeth and Thumbelina. And then we have these fucking dogs in Barbie and the Diamond Castle that just like look weird and stand up on their hind legs and like clip through each other weirdly that are literally only here to sell toys and provide nothing to the plot. I I love that you brought up the dogs. Okay, so listeners, in case you're curious about what these dogs were referring to, they were a meme going around, a, like, I think three or four months ago, mm-hmm. where it was them dancing to, I think, Ice Spice. <laughs> it's And it was just a freaking meme on TikTok and Instagram and such like that. So if you remember that, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. These dogs are nightmare fuel who offer nothing to the plot. Oh, yeah. It's, they look so, they look so offensively bad. And I just want to ask Mattel, who designs the non-humans? Who designs the non-humans? Because it feels like they just shit the bed every time their job. Like, do they, is is the dude just high when he's right when he's drawing these characters? Because you have you have Poofles who's just nightmarish. You have the two dogs who are nightmarish. I mean, Tika the elephant's annoying, mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't know if she's nightmare fuel. But like, I don't like her. It's just. The the animal department of the animation studio, they have got to pick their shit up, man. I mean, hell, the fucking cats and dogs from Princess and the Popper, which came out in what, 2004? Look better than the fucking dogs we have here today. Four years oh, yeah. later. That's a big fucking like CG gap. I don't. I, wait, I, I don't. Wait, understand. this is wait. This is four years later. This is two. Th- Barbie and the Diamond Castle came out in 2008, and let me double check. Son, no, they didn't. Let no, me du- it let didn't. me double check my facts. I, the fact, okay, y'all, the fact that Barbie and the Diamond Castle came out in 2008, I am so much more critical. Mm-hmm. I was already critical. Now I'm critical, like super, super critical. It's the animation is so lackluster. They had. I, they they really glowed up in terms of animation between this and Barbie Thumbelina if it's mm-hmm. between 2008 and 2009 because, mm-hmm. oh my God, and, it's uh, not double, good. But. Just double checking, Princess and the Popper did come out in 2004. So a four-year fucking jump. Hell, I think Princess and the Popper looks better. Yeah, it has like PlayStation whatever early computer graphics to it, but at least like, you know, there's nothing nightmare-inducing. I'm, Ambassador Bismarck is close, though. You you you're fronting if you mean Ambassador okay, Bismarck okay, does not. Let, let, let me let me rephrase that. The stuff in Diamond in the in the, uh, Barbie in the Diamond Castle is much more nightmare inducing than any of the stuff in Princess and the Popper. Uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Glad glad you brought that in because <laughs> that was a bold claim. And I was like, I don't know if I agree. <laughs> there are a couple of people who I just haunt me from that movie, but okay. So, so, Mike, let's just get to the ever most important question we have here on this podcast. If Barbie and the Diamond Castle was a drink, what would it be and why? All right. Let's go through our themes. Put it together. We have two friends against all odds. Fighting against, fighting for justice and fighting to save someone who's trapped in a mirror. As normal friends are. 
So we're going to have two liquors for that. Let's make let's make Barbie two ounces of pink Whitney. Y'all know how it goes. And for what's this? What's this chick's name? Uh, Alexa. Alexa. There's yeah, so many yeah, y'all there. Those, yeah, I was about to say exactly. It's Alexa, play Mambo Number no. Five or something like that. It's no uh, one ounce of Jägermeister for Alexa. It's it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry to interrupt your drink, but I'm like, where the fuck did you get Jaeger for Alexa? Okay. okay, all right. So before you now, I know you're thinking to yourself, Jägermeister is fratty. It's it's the equivalent of let's get some Red Bull in this bitch and get this party started. But follow me on this. Jaeger's a German digestif. It's got some depth to it that that Alexa does not have. But it's darker than the Pink Whitney, which is which is dark. It's dark, which which hey, Alexa is darker than Lydia or Barbie in this case, and. Uh, it's also this this movie has an air of Germanness to it. I don't know. I was trying to figure out the vibe, and this movie just got, gives Germany so hard. It gives Germany in like the 1600s. So I'm going Jaeger with this. Fuck it, sure. This is Barbie in the Diamond Castle. Am I really gonna die on a hill about this movie? Sure, sure. she's Jaegermeister. Fucking go for it, dude. I dude. I was uh, all right. Yeah, she's Jaeger. All right. Now we have. Now we have the net, now we have the the setting of this movie where it's the diamond castle the bad the bad woman and her and her monster slider <laughs> they got to be green river soda which is from the Sprecher Brewery Company and it is a soda that is bright freaking green <laughs> and the goal of this is it is it's sugary and all of that, which, you know, befits a Barbie movie, but it's so vibrant neon green that it is going to murk up the entire color palette of your whole drink, which is what happens with these two characters and their own little lair. Because, Max, I don't know if you felt this way, but whenever they came on screen and whenever we went to their lair, I said the phrase to myself, there's a little too much green here. Mm-hmm. We got to pull it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's some green, green soda. Next we have the, we have the, we have the guys as well as all of the other supporting characters, you know, melody, the muse in the mirror. We have the two guys They're <sighs> They don't really offer much. I'm going to be honest with you. It's I'd love to say that they're just really going above and beyond, but they're not. So putting anything past lemon juice feels like you're giving them way too much credit. Mm-hmm. So grab yourself like an ounce of lemon juice, squirt it, put it in there and just <laughs> just just resign yourself to it. Next, we got a we got to uh we got the dogs, the two dogs. What's it? Sparkles and Lily. I wrote the. I wrote that shit down. The dogs are gross. They're weird. They dance at the very end, which is so odd. So you know what? Go to Starbucks, grab a pup cup, pour out the contents, and pour in the contents that we have made so far into the pup cup. 
Now, I want you to play We're All in This Together from the High School Musical soundtrack. And I want you to just slurp up this slop that you made with your best friend. Because you you should feel... Because this movie really just hammers home one fucking thing. Friendship. Oh my god, they won't shut up about friendship. It's look, I love friends as much as the next person. My god, I don't need to sing about it for an hour and a half. That's my drink. So I looked up Green River Soda, and Mike, you were not lying. It is so violently green that you know, like I'm pretty sure if you took the the contents of the bottle and just poured it into like a beaker of some kind, it'd be like, yeah, that's some type of folic acid or something. Yeah, exactly. You look into that. You look at that and go, go. I feel like that would burn me if I touched it. <laughs> like it's so gross, dude. I am. I'm with you. Like with everything else, but the Jägermeister. <laughs> that's still <laughs> fucking like. I'm like, oh, I was. That's one thing I was not expecting to hear. Because you know, when it comes, when I think Barbie, I think you know, sweet, sugary, you know, and then with some occasional abominations thrown in there. But to make one of your central characters Jägermeister. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what to say, man. I, this is the first time a drink you've made. I think it's like floored me. <laughs> it's hey, hey, you know what? I looked at Alexa and I went, I went mm, darker than Barbie. We're in a German setting. Uh, Jaeger. <laughs> it's just like I was like, boom, there we go, done. She looks like she throws down. So there we go. <laughs> okay, of the two, of the two, she puts her foot down way harder than Barbie does. Barbie is like a wet a wet paper bag. Dude, Barbie Whereas, Barbie like, fucking does not change throughout this whole movie. At least what's her name? Alexa like has some growth to her. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, Jaeger. Jaeger grows. Sure. Fuck it. <laughs> so Mike, fuck it. Sure. Great drink. I love it. So my drink, Barbie in the Diamond Castle. Edible glitter, pink Whitney, three ounces of that. You already know what next. Okay. Let's look at our two best friends in this movie. I'm like, what other movie do we have two main characters where, like, there's a friendship thing going on? Like, oh, you know, we got to work together. Gosh darn it. The one I thought of is, you know, one of the most recent ones we've covered, Princess and the Popper. So go grab your watermelon and strawberry lemonade, but don't pour those in quite yet. This time, add in an ounce and a half of your watermelon, uh, watermelon and strawberry in two, in, you know, two separate glasses, and then add in an ounce and a half of water to each. So you're water, you're watering down this concoction that you have. Because to be honest, like I can't tell you a fucking thing about either of our leads. We don't know anything about them. They're just Kind of where we go there, boom, they're in the woods living together and they sell flowers. That's literally all that we know. And yeah, so three so three ounces of a watered down watermelon lemonade and three ounces of a watered down strawberry lemonade. We have Lydia and Slider, our evil characters. You could take them and throw them into like any fucking fairy tale movie where we need an evil queen of some kind. So for that, I'm going to say grab two ounces of sour apple pucker. So kind of going with a green thing, I guess. I didn't, I didn't intend for that, but when Mike mentioned it, I was like, yeah, fuck it, sure. Now let's look at the dogs, because <laughs> let's face it, even though they're not a central part of this movie, it's something you'll remember. 
and have haunt your fucking nightmares watching them dance in T-pose at the end of your bed. So for that, go grab a thing of golden grain. No, not not the whole thing. And add in just a quarter of an ounce. I don't want you to I don't want you to die. So just a quarter of an ounce of golden grain in your drink. And next we have like our other side characters, the twins, the trolls, the muses. They're there. Don't really do anything. For that, uh, add in three quarters of an ounce of grenadine. Why not? And lastly, Mike, we do something similar. There is a musical component to this drink. You have your drink in front of you. And as you drink it, I want you to listen to musical soundtracks, but not like professionally done Broadway musical soundtracks. Find a mix of poor public high school theaters performing a fairy tale musical, and you have to listen to that as you drink it. And yeah, that's my drink. Oh my god, that <clears throat> that final musical component sounds awful. If I, I the, the fact that you're tasking someone with making this drink while listening to a 10th grader just really shittily sing Defying Gravity by Christian Chenoweth, like that just, that sounds horrendously bad. <laughs> but watermelon lemonade, strawberry lemonade, that's watered been down. watered down. Mm-hmm. Then you got some sour apple pucker, grenadine, and then golden grain. That's <laughs> Jesus Christ, golden grain. Okay. It's I like that you you've really wanted to hammer home the fact that the dogs are just disturbing. They, they are. Don't try to argue with me. <laughs> I'm not I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing. Mine was more like mine was more was more like it it takes the drink and makes it look worse. Mm-hmm. Yours was like it makes you feel worse. It's like, oh God, damn. Look, but go- golden grain is literally how I felt looking at these dogs. Go, that's- <laughs> go take a, take a small, small, small taste of golden grain and you'll understand. And oh God, my liver just shuddered after hearing the word golden grain. Okay, good drink, good drink, technicolor drink, but good drink. All right, guys, we'll go grab open your drink of choice and let's get into into talking about Barbie and the Diamond Castle. We open on a room. Barbie and her friend, I guess, sing and play guitar together. And I want to stop right here because their guitar playing looks so wooden. Like it's it's like it's like they're literally someone like took their animated models and just animated their hands to move while the rest of their body doesn't move. <laughs> they're like, they're like Chuck E. Cheese animatronics levels of bad. It's so awesome. It's like, it's the equivalent of just it pans in and they're playing like eruption by Eddie Van Halen. And it's just them very awkwardly strumming up and down on the guitar. It's so great. I love it. And here it's where you notice the animation has noticeably stepped down. Like the shading on Barbie and Teresa, her friend, just looks awkward when compared to like the backgrounds. It doesn't look natural at all. Whereas like with Princess and the Popper, at least everything kind of looks like it blended together. Mike, what do you think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it. it... Mattel really landed the whole dollhouse look by making it look cheap and plastic instead of instead of uh, you know lively and interesting. It's they really they really went the extra freaking mile when they went. Let's make this look as cheap, poorly lit as possible. Mm-hmm. 
So then out of nowhere, Stacy, their friend, younger sister, I don't fucking know, comes in out of nowhere ranting about her best friends. Stacy is mad at her friend, but Barbie and Teresa try to talk some sense into her. And Stacy's like, well, best friends lets you down when it counts. But Barbie <laughs> says, you're not the only person who thinks that. I know a story about a best friends who thought that too. They lived in a world of good and bad magic, flying serpents in a diamond castle. I'd One day, they had a terrible fight. That's what put them in danger. And it started with music. They loved to sing together. Oh, no. It's one I, of those stories. Exactly. It's, I love, I love, it, canonically, according to this, like, the Barbie, like, store, the Barbie franchise movies logic. Barbie is the queen of pulling stories out of her ass to motivate people younger than her. Like Barbie's like fucking Theo, Barbie's like Theo Vaughn. Hear me out. It's just she has a story for everything. It's just I do it's you know what? I that is the craziest analogy and craziest like pull together that I've seen. Theo Vaughn, you just <laughs> am I wrong? I just, I just love the idea of this girl just busts in and just just is like, I hate my friend, and it's just Theo Vaughn in a in a like a blonde wig and a in a mini skirt, and he's just like. I got a perfect story for this, you know. I got this friend who's just, he, he's just a little weird or he lives in a world. <laughs> yeah, man, back, back in, back in uh, Louisiana, man, we had, we uh, one time, I don't fucking know, I'm not going to try to pull together a story like Theo Vaughn. That man's way more talented than either of us are. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's just, <laughs> no, great. That was just Barbie's Theo Vaughn. No, Barbie's just Theo Vaughn. <laughs> Barbie and Theo Vaughn, and it's just the two I of them love that. going on an adventure together. It's, it's, oh my God! Bar, Barbie and Theo Vaughn go to the Diamond Castle. That sounds like a bad drug trip. That <laughs> does sound like an acid trip. So okay, Barbie and Teresa start singing together, and we transition to a cabin in the forest where two women work tending to flowers, <laughs> skipping in fields, and flirting with some royal asshole dressed in a purple with a weird gray stripe in his hair, you know, waving, saying hello. We go in their cabin, and the two best friends finish their song. These Theo are- Vaughn and Alexa. <laughs> Dude, Theo Vaughn and Brendan Schaub. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, one's insufferable, and the other one's, and the other one's good. Hey, man, we got to be careful. Brendan Schaub could be coming after us now, try to get exactly. our podcast taken down. Exactly. He could, he, he could get so – he's going to get so mad. So these, so these two best friends are Liana, Barbie, and Alexa. Again, not that Alexa. Barbie. Bor- yeah, Bor- Barbie and Borby. So Alexa believes in, in magic and wishes and dreams that come true, but she also believes in witches. She is into the occult and sacrifices Barbie to the pagan gods for the harvest. The best friends, best friends, you see. Absolutely. She, she's you just see you just see what is it called the Mayflower girl or the May May Queen or whatever the pagan thing is. Oh no! From <laughs> so outside uh, we see. Um, Liana crossing a river and shows Alexa something in the river. We get two heart-shaped rocks, how they're able to cross a river wearing like one or two inch heels and in a ball gown. I'll never know, but fuck it. Sure. 
the two agree that they're going to make a make a, the heart shaped rocks into necklaces that allow them to make a wish. Best friends forever, yay! But Barbie is getting hungry. But that's no match for the pagan gods. No, I'm just. I'm just yeah, so, <laughs> you just see you just see a goat with deep red eyes and black and black fur just comes out of the woods and just starts screeching at them. Just transitions to a black metal music video. <laughs> it's just just Varg Virkinus and Euronymous just come strolling out in full face paint, ready to burn a church down. No, but but actually in the movie. A dark purple cloud falls over their home and it begins to rain. The land shrouds in purple like the Undertaker's coming out. It's evil. So they go inside, shut all the doors, light candles, and watch the storm from inside. Alex is wondering if, you know, the storm will be done. Liana tells her to wish for it and shows her their new necklaces. So, yay. Best friends forever and all that. The next day, the two venture out and see everywhere around their house was destroyed. Which, gotta say, all things considered... Talk about fucking luck. I mean, you know, you lost all yeah. your crops and flowers and sheds, but, you know, at least you got your house. I mean, truth be told, back in that day, that is like the equivalent of them blowing up the the five nearest grocery stores. You're like, I mean, you're like, you're like, you know, glass half full. I'm alive, but shit, it's going to be a lot harder to get now, huh? I mean, at least they have each other, I guess. So in the cabin. The, yeah, the, the, <laughs> these two women just hanging out. Resorting, Friends, to, resorting to cannibalism. The <laughs> it's, it's, oh my god! It's just I can't do a cannibal holocaust joke. <laughs> not this, not for this episode, at least. So, no. in the, so in the cabin, they see they don't have many flowers. You know, it won't last until next growing season. Liana says it'll, you know, have they'll have to like you know try to look for food, but they only have but uh, bread and jam. Alexa says, you know, she she wished they had more, you know, more house, more food, more clothes, you know, materialistic things, capitalism. But Liana says, you know, if we if we were rich, we'd be insufferable, which, you know, fair outside. Yeah. <laughs> the two pass some hermit walking who looks like she's starving. Liana offers her some of her food. You know, that's very nice. The hermit offers one of her treasures. You know, Liana agrees and takes this golden hand mirror in the shape of a heart. Back to the cabin. Leon and Alexa, they count their money. Not a whole lot. The two look in the magic mirror. They're like, oh, we should probably give it back. We go outside. Liana and Alexa, they they sing a song because, you know, a fucking course they do. It's, it, yeah, it's, they just got to shoehorn a song in right now and just be like, mm, wouldn't it be great to hear a song about cleaning and friendship? <laughs> like, sure, sure, why not? And again, and again, it was this song that I mentioned earlier where I noticed like the audio mixing issues. Cause it's like, I don't, it was either like Alexa, I think it was Alexa's voice that was maybe like mixed a little bit stronger than Liana's. Mike, what did you notice yeah. anything like that? Uh, I noticed it too. I noticed it too. Is, Barbie's was very oh, wistful and like very lilting, and Alexa's was just much stronger, mm-hmm. much louder than in Barbie's. I was like, "Damn, okay one one person's more cut out to sing than Jesus." It's like you know, Liana's just you know quietly singing you know a nice song, and then you just hear Alexa just belting in the background. Exactly, it's like the equivalent of like your your friend who like did like chorus in school and has like a pretty solid voice, and then Adele just comes out and is like, "What?" You're like, "Oh my god!" You're like, "Jesus Christ!" All right. (laughs) But the two hear something. It's coming from their basket where the mirror is. Liana she takes the mirror and looks in it, and the two see just some random princess looking person looking and talking to them. And Liana and Alexa just fucking 
Roll with it. I, I, I love the Barbie movies. The Barbie movies are a are a masterclass in compartmentalizing tra- potentially traumatic and life changing experiences. Like these women, just for all intents and purposes, they have no frame of concept for like magic in any capacity. <laughs> they are not. They are just some. They are just two women in the woods picking flowers and it's just they're just like they're like hey this person in this mirror it, she could be in the mirror this could be a portal you guys could be going insane and like they're just like all right sure cool sounds good to me they're both just like all right you know girl in a mirror word i guess the ambilify is kicking in <laughs> it's dude oh my god bar this <laughs> <laughs> who knew Mattel spot who, who Mattel partnered with Abilify to work with the Barbie movies? This is Barbie sponsored by Big Pharma. I just love that. I love that. It's just a Barbie and Abilify sponsorship, and it's Barbie in like some fanciful dreamland. And then like they, she just ends up eating something like a fly or something. And she's like, oh, what's going on? And then she wakes up and she's like in a straight jacket in a, like a psych ward. <laughs> so now we transition to some evil lair i guess where we spot where we spot a uh, a baby dragon who's like here's something in the distance he's like hmm is that melody the mirror's apprentice and then flies off to lydia our evil doer of this movie so she's singing solo about being evil to these two statues next to her and that's honestly really it slider the slider the dragon comes in and lets lydia know that melody the mirror apprentice is singing and he is gonna go after her we go back with Liana and Alexa and Melody singing in the mirror. The three finish singing and Liana asks what Melody's favorite song is. And she says it goes like this. Say your prayers, little ones. Don't forget my son to include everyone. <laughs> I'll tuck you in all within. Keep you free from sin till the Sandman he oh. comes. <laughs> Sleep oh, with shit. one eye open. Grip oh. your pillow tight. Exit what? light. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's, it's, like a rap song started coming on. I was like, first off, fuck you, click, fuck the bitch in the click you claim. Nah, man, it's just James Hetfield in the mirror just playing Inner Sandman. Just, just yeah. <laughs> so the three sing together, not Inner Sandman, though that would be awesome. We go up in the sky with Slider. His horn is glowing, which is tracking her. He looks down on Liana and Alexa, and Slider flies down to get close. But Melody tells him to hide so the two can, you know, go to their cabin. Quick thinking leads to Liana in their cabin, grabbing another mirror and putting it on the ground. Slider fucking breaks into their cabin and just makes a fucking mess of the house, like burns his skin. The two and the magic mirror hide in the basement, then escape through a trap door to the outside. Slider finds the regular mirror and is like, ha, I found it and flies off. Also, he knocks something into their fireplace and now Liana and Alexa don't have a home anymore. (laughs) Uh, it's just I was <clears throat> I was watching this with my girlfriend and it was at this point when the place gets burned down and they're just looking at their like their whole their their whole shit's destroyed. It's not like it's not like like they're they got like the bed of potatoes still made it. Like every single thing is just ruined. And I was and we were looking at each other and I was like, it'd be at this point where I would just be mad at the girl in the mirror mm-hmm. and the dragon. I would be like, no, all of you bitches are going to pay because you all fucked up my house one way or another. Because Melody could have just hidden and been like, like, like whispered to them, like, come up and be like, hey, guys, go into your house right now. Like, I got to tell you something. Like, yeah. Oh, OK, word. And then they go this- inside. So like a fucking dragon doesn't see them. 
Yeah, but this girl just, 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 apparently, she just hears two people harmonizing. She just can't help but fucking butt in. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, that's, that's so annoying. So that night, Liana and Alexa return to see their house burnt to a crisp. And Melody's like, oh, it's all my fault. And me and Mike are just like, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> and then she explains, it's Lydia. She knows that Melody has a key to the Diamond Castle, the birthplace of music. And we transition. We see that diamond castle. And this is our exposition dump. Allow me to take you through it. My Melody says, my home, the birthplace of music. No, honey, it's actually Memphis. Every time a new song is sung anywhere in the world, a diamond appears on the wall. And I lived there with Dory, Phaedra, and Lydia, the three muses of music. They took care of the diamond castle, and I studied as their apprentice. They were all friends playing different kinds of music, but Lydia wanted to be the only muse. Dory and Phaedra believed music was for everyone. Lydia was furious and vowed to get the diamond castle for herself. We also see in this exposition dump, two heart-shaped pieces fall off the castle and into a river. Hmm. I wonder if those will come back up. So exposition continues. Lydia found an ancient cave filled with magic and transformed her flute into an instrument of dark magic. With her new powers, she came back to the Diamond Castle and spread her darkness everywhere. The muses hid their musical instruments along with the castle and gave me the key to the, to the castle in case anything should happen to them. The muses tried to reason, but Lydia turns them uh, turns on them. We see we see them turn to stone. She, Melody's like, I ran and ran. Slider was chasing me, and I saw my only chance. I hid in the magical mirror, but I dropped my whistle. But Slider broke it and trapped me in the mirror. I was so afraid and never said a word until I met you two, and I ruined everything. And I'm like, fuck yeah, you did. Exactly. She biffed it. She really did biff it. <laughs> Mike, what do you think about that exposition dump that we just got? Uh, she goes so hard in the fucking paint, man. Oh, my God. It is just one like she's like oh there's actually the birthplace of music is a castle made out of diamonds memphis tennessee (laughs) my favorite (laughs) my favorite birthplace of music you know three six mafia yo Gotti, tommy wright the third like my favorite is cab county georgia (laughs) (laughs) you ever my favorite my, my favorite uh my, my favorite birthplace of music you know goody mob oh <laughs> uh, no all right all right so you're like okay she's like every time a new melody is performed a diamond gets added to the castle and i'm like where the fuck are they getting the diamonds but whatever sure fine it's maybe they get maybe they just got a diamond mine in south africa oh. next they're like yeah it's them and the musks no uh these <laughs> <laughs> all right all right moving forward it's lydia just i love that lydia just decides one day she's like actually fuck this and just like just, just turns everyone to stone and then melody is like melody is like and i did the graceful thing and i ran away i ran i ran so far away and i ran it's and then she just, I love that also her hiding idea wasn't like turning to someone going like, oh, I'm being chased. You got to hide me, please. It was like, this mirror feels like the foolproof hiding spot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm sitting there going like, oh, great, good. This, <laughs> I was like, how foolish do you have to be to where that is your like, that's your, that's your like, that's your like, mm, there we go. Mm-hmm. Not behind a tree, not. Wearing a disguise inside a mirror. 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. She could sit there and just like just pick up a pick up a job, shave her head or something like that, or like try and like you know work around it. She's like, nope, that's it, that's it. So we get more exposition. The key to the Diamond Castle is near the Seven Stones to the far west. Alexa and Liana, they're, they're, they're of different opinions. Alexa doesn't want to help. You know, she's hesitant. But if Lydia wins, evil will prevail. And after Liana gives Alexa a slight twist of the arm, she's all gung-ho. We go back with Lydia now. Slider returns, showing the mirror. Lydia checks in the mirror. Nothing. Then roasts Slider for being an idiot. And Lydia's like, <laughs> take me to the two that you saw. Damn it. She's like, she's like, boy, you so stupid. You ain't even know. <laughs> she starts, just starts dissing Slider just to his face. So we go over with a Liana, Alexa, and Melody. The three have made it to the vla- to the Valley of Flowers. And I want to point something out here. One of them remarks, I smell roses, but visually looking at all of the flowers in the field, none of them look like roses. So that just tells me that they're just terrible at their job. That was my favorite. That was my favorite. They're like, they're like, oh my God, the roses. And it's all just pink and yellow, just and white. And I'm like, those are not the colors of roses. All right. And it's just, and unless we just are just, just morons and don't know that there could be roses that aren't red, which I don't think there are, but I'm like, Damn, <laughs> these bitches suck at their job. It's just it's just sunflowers and daffodils everywhere. <laughs> just a giant, scary just sunflower that's gonna fucking shoot <laughs> your ass like that one dude from Thumbelina. I just love it. Just, I just love the idea. It's you just see a you just see a, a like a foreman from modern times just come sprinting past them, tears in his face, like just running away. But they hear. But the two hear something, or the three hear something. They look over in the bushes, and this is where we see the creepiest-looking fucking dogs I have ever seen in animated movie history. Oh, Stamp it, Mike. It, what do you think? It beats out. Does it beat out Poofles? Yeah, I think it beats out Poofles because Poofles just had oh. like creepy human teeth, but at least he kind of you know moved like a dog should these just get up on their hind feet and just fucking fucking do the floss and hit the dad <laughs> you just see him just whip and start naying like it's no it's sorry i'm sorry i just imagined i just imagined one of the dogs just getting fucking sturdy just okay no yeah these dogs suck these dogs look like it's like like a skinwalker just was like was like this is how a dog moves and just has these weird animatronic legs just trying to mimic a dog it's so odd so weird and like, i'm 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 down with it i'm like fuck yeah get this like, night let these nightmares in it's like if john wayne gacy got reincarnated as a shit zoo Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. I just love <laughs> the I just love the idea of just like just just like Lydia Lexar taking the dogs 
and they just see like a little birthday party and a bunch of people are having fun dancing around and you just see the dog the two dogs just could just go from like barking and being happy to just stone-faced and like wide-eyed and then they just try and get out they're like oh no sparkles lily what are you trying to do and they just pick him and pull him back and you just see the dogs like unmoving not breaking eye contact with the birthday party as they're walking away so the two so two dogs the three agreed to keep the dogs, which they named Sparkles and Lily. Now they all have to figure out what to do for food. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, I mean, I mean, you're holding it in your arms, you know, Leon. I, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to be the one to, to call it out. It's no. De- desperate <laughs> desperate measures. <laughs> I'm about to say you're not above it. Come on. It's, it's, it's like, come on. It's the, it's the Middle Ages. You can, we can. We can stop joking around here. <laughs> so now we go to some town where our heroes arrive in town. And they're so hungry, but they don't have any money. They look in the one restaurant and see some delicious looking food. But then some random villager named Edgar comes out looking for some musicians that were supposed to arrive. The people are getting irritated. But Liana, and L- Liana says, oh, yeah, that's us. You know, opportunity knocking. We're, we're here to replace them. We go in the bar. The crowd is getting antsy for not having music, which, I mean, they have fucking food. Why are they throwing it? The two guys. I, I, I love that. They're like, they're like, they're getting antsy about their music. And then you see them just throw the food they worked for away. And you're like, <laughs> damn, these people must be pissed about the music. They, they're like, was, was freaking like Pearl Jam coming in? Why, why, are, they so, why are they so hyped? That was a black metal band coming in just to, just to fuck shit up. <laughs> I exactly it's just dark throne or venom is coming in so the two get up on stage and start playing guitar and singing and the song pleases the audience and then the fucking john wayne gacy dogs are just standing and dancing like oh my if i find my cat standing like this at the end of my bed i'm fucking punting his ass like 300 yards fucking terrifying <laughs> you're like i just love the idea you're just like louie i love you <laughs> boom <laughs> you're just like you're just turning into freaking matt bryant from the falcons just <laughs> kicking him just like 30 yards away and then the, we see the original musicians arrive and listen to our two heroes sing we go above the town. Slider and Lydia, they're closing in nearby. We go back to the bar. More singing and creepy dancing dogs. And yeah, they finish up singing. It's applause all around. They get their food. Our two heroes sit down about to eat when the original musicians come by and sing a song at the two. And even the dogs are like, what the fuck are these two idiots doing? And yeah, so anyways, the two musicians, they found something of the girls and they're like, oh, like, it ends up turning into like a chaotic scene where some random barmaid comes by and pours water on one of them. And the girls take the hint and start heading out. And the two musicians found something of the girls and they're like, Oh, we got to return this. I, it's my favorite thing is just in this whole scene. It's obviously the dudes trying to get the two dudes trying to get laid. So they're just like, they're like, Hey, what's up baby. And then the barmaid's like, barmaid's like, screw you. Boom. And just pours the water on them. And it's like, my favorite thing is that the movie frames it as like, as like, oh no, they left something. We got to give it to them. It's only right. Yeah. And then they leave. My ass was like, ain't no way that they were just do- pulling that kind of stunt and then saw that and went, it's the right thing, Dennis. You're right, Harold. Like, no, it's they looked at each other and went like, hey, we still got it in. And then they just went after him. <laughs> then uh, after they leave, we see Lydia 
enters the bar searching for the girls. Edgar, the bar owner, is like, I didn't see shit. Lydia then starts. I, I love that. <laughs> fucking love I love that. that. <laughs> Edgar's real. Edgar's real as fuck for that. He's like, he's like, he's like, I'm not a snitch. I'm not saying anything. And then Lydia starts to play her evil flute that emits a green dust. Lydia asks again, then Edgar tells the truth. We go out to some purple sky fucking trail. The heroes look up. Purple haze. Purple, it's just Jimi Hendrix just <laughs> in the cloud above everybody. And uh, he's Prince just playing is behind he's, him too. I just love the idea. He's just playing guitar and he's like, you guys want to do heroin on your way? And this, he like soars past him. So then uh, the heroes look up and they see Slider the dragon has arrived. And Lydia is here too. Melody tells Lydia to fuck off. Lydia demands the mirror, but Liana and Alex are like, hell no. Lydia then plays her flute, which surrounds our heroes in a green mist, but the girls' necklaces protect them from evil. And Lydia's confused, but the girls start to run. Slider gives chase, and the two musicians from earlier arrive on their horses, pick up the girls, and, sl- and save the day. Slider, it's like Slider giving chase. The horses like fucking double jump over the dragon, and the two <laughs> ride into some cave after losing Slider outside by dropping some rocks. Hell it's, yeah, yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Again, again, I, I, I know that the movie is like they're good guys and they're doing it because they're nice, but my head canon is just like these dudes are just like are like, dude, we are so fucking in after we save them from the lizard dude it's it's not gonna be fucking work at all <laughs> jesus so so we're in the cave the heroes, <laughs> and the, the heroes and the musicians they thank each other the musicians introduce themselves as jeremy and ian who are twins probably because the production company were running low on assets i dude there's no way they wanted them to be twins but they're just like fucking it's it works and then melody speaks up from the mirror and it's like what the, and the twins are like um the fuck is that and then we go outside the cave slider says things and lydia's thinking lydia's like trying to figure out hmm how did they get those stones we go out by some grand river not the rio grande and then melody says <laughs> the heroes need to make it across to the seven stones the twins think they've seen the stones before and they're like look we know exactly where to go like straight ahead let's go but then the dogs run off and i'm like hmm, fucking good stay gone but no, mm-hmm. Liana and Alexa turn to give chase after the dog, but they see the dogs have been kidnapped by a troll of some kind, I think. Yeah, this is this is great. It looks like it looks like Danny DeVito's character from Hercules, but if he just like did a freaking just romp in the mud. Cause he just comes out just looking dirty and he's just like and he's just like oh boy you know what i love riddles and you're like okay all right i was, <laughs> Cheer, re- I was really hoping you were gonna you were gonna just be like it kind of looks like danny devito just period just stop, Full stop. Just period end of sentence and i'd be like i mean that would make this scene more interesting i just, dude if i could just get danny devito playing frank reynolds in his like this goblin that would be so funny just 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 to sit there and him just be like i'm the trash man <laughs> i go around and start just eating garbage <laughs> so then the the twins arrive with their swords drawn and the creature is like you owe me money and these twins are bad business because they fucking owe money to everybody then, the, then the, this troll stabs the ground and brings the twins into a hole in the ground. But Liana's like tries to bargain for the twins' freedom, and the twins wanted to cross the path of the troll's bridge. And Liana says, you know, 
if we answer correctly to a riddle, you know, the troll will let them pass. But the troll's riddle, here's what it is. What instrument can you hear but can't see and can't touch? And as soon as I hear that, I'm like, oh, it's the voice. But they think, it's this so, for, they think about this for a very fucking long time. Too long, dog, in it, fact. Again, again. It's, <sighs> listeners, we are aware that this movie is for children. We are two grown men watching this movie. Please bear with us. Okay, good. Now we got that disclaimer out of the way. Oh my God, it felt like a fucking episode of Dora the Explorer. I'm like, it's the voice. It's the voice. It's the voice. It's the voice. And they're like, huh. What could it be? Like, I'm like, you fucking idiots. It's the voice. So the bridge reveals itself as some rainbow road looking thing. And Liana and Alexis start to cross it. <laughs> I was ready for them to just pull out a freaking, uh, just a Mario Kart. <laughs> Blue shell comes flying by and hits the two of them. <laughs> you just see, and you just see Luigi like flip him off as he's like driving down the road. So Liana and Alexis start to cross Rainbow Road, and also the two twins are magically just able to get out of their hole. The twins and heroes get separated. The magical the magical Rainbow Bridge swoops Liana and Alexa away, leaving the twins all alone in the forest at night. Alexa complains about having to you know walk for hours. Her feet hurt. They're almost out of supplies. Whatever will they do? They look up. They spot smoke in the sky. Then come across some mansion in the middle of the woods. The two heroes knock on the door of the mansion. And it's just the opening to Human Centipede Part 1. Guys, this oh. movie is just a directed... <laughs> huh? Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, no. I'm like, I'm like, I just see that and I go, oh, Liana and Alexa, get out of there, please. Please. <laughs> it, no, it's not. It's not the beginning of Human Centipede. It's just this couple that was expecting them. The dogs run on in. The girls give chase. We go in the house. The girls see this fucking nice-ass building. And the husband, I guess, tells that the legend goes that two best friends will come live in their house. And Liana's like, I don't believe this. But we also see the husband. The husband's eyes are green, similar to Lydia's spell. The two heroes are like, there's food. Bet. We're fucking starving. Say no more. And then it's like me and Mike in a buffet after we've been, you know, out at the bars drinking all night. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's They just go, dig in. And Liana's like, I don't know how I feel about this. And it was like, you just, I just love the idea to just see the camera and just pan and you just see us and the two fucking nightmare dogs just fucking horking down, <laughs> just like turkey legs and like bacon. Like, like we're just like about to die. It's like me just walking and be like, well, they said unlimited hash browns. So I mean, <laughs> you'd see, I, they said, they said the phrase smothered, covered, and chunked. All right. It's, <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm there. So Liana and Alexa, you know, proceed to eat and, you know, feed the creepy ass dogs and the heroes, you know, try on different dresses. It's just the perfect home for them. But Liana says, look, we can't stay. You know, maybe they'll come back after the Diamond Castle. But Alexa says, you know, you know, if we come back, you know, we might not live to come back. Alexa says, you know, she can't go any further. Liana wants to continue. Melody just wants both of her moms to stop arguing. And Alexa's like, look, why is this our job? Why are you choosing Melody over me? And Liana's like, I don't understand. Come on, Melody and Sparkles. Let's go. And Liana leaves, and it's supposed to be sad, you see. That was great. My favorite thing was my favorite thing was Liana offered a compromise, too. She was like, yeah, you know, we can just circle back. Simple as that. And, like, Alexa's like, that's not good enough for me. And you're like, and she's like, and she's like, all right, I mean... 
shit, all right, I'm going. And then, and then she just leaves. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, sure. I, that's fair, I guess. So then Alexa takes off her necklace and then throws it on the ground. She can't believe oh. Leon has done this. <laughs> she, she's, she's, she's devastated. Shooketh. <laughs> but then Alexa hears a knocking at her door. But then she opens it and it's Slider. We cut to an evil lair now. Alexa's here with Slider and Lily. Lydia appears and is like, huh, lol, it was a trap. My spell, sweetheart. And Lydia wants the mirror, but she doesn't have it. Lily bites the tongue of Slider. Not Lily. The fucking dog bites the son of Slider. The fucking tongue of Slider. They really don't have the mirror. Lydia's like, where is it? And Alexa thinks her evil powers don't work. But that's simply because she's not wearing the necklace. So she's not immune to Lydia's power. Alexa snitches now where they are going under spell. So Slider's like, hmm, bet, goes to fly after them. We go to the Seven Stones. Liana and Melody arrive. Everyone's so happy. Melody wishes Alexa was there, but she, you know, she made her choice. Liana's sad, begins to monologue. Dog begins to motion to the sky. Then Slider fucking snatches her up and takes her to do- there's no ceremony either. Like with like with uh, Alexis, it was like Slider like bursts through the door. He's like he's like hello there, and then it like cuts and she's taken to the castle. This is literally like Liana's like, huh? It is bittersweet, mm-hmm. but I'm glad we made it this far. Sparkles and Sparkles is like fucking oh my god! And then it's just it's just I was like, what's going on, pooch? And then she just gets freaking snatched, just like like a bunny, just in the woods by a hawk. Like it's so fast. She, the dog, just points up in the sky and is just like, "Holy fucking shit! Is that Mothman?" <laughs> it's just, I just love the idea. The dog is literally just like, "Oh shit!" And then just Mothman comes and just grabs Liana and just drops her into the freaking lake. So now we go to the evil lair. No, not with Mothman. We see, yes. we see, Lydia just turns to Slider and she goes, she's like, she's like, sorry, but I but I picked someone more qualified. And it just turns and it's the abominable horror known as Mothman. Okay, so the evil lair. Liana's all tied up. Lydia monologues. Lydia shows that Alexa's here too. And Lydia's like, friends are highly overrated. At least that's what they say on r slash red pill. So <laughs> Lydia takes the mirror and but she's not showing up. Lydia makes Alexa walk towards a pit and if she falls in the pit she's going to fucking die. And then you know dog tries to stop Alexa from walking. She keeps on walking and then Melody finally appears at the last minute. Lydia wants the key to the diamond castle. Melody agrees and Lydia lets the two best friends go. Except not. Slider knocks the two best friends off the edge into this pit. But they hold on to some roots above, and that fucking grip strength, though, hell yeah. They got, they have the gorilla grip that they need. <laughs> They're like fucking free climbers. Oh my god. It's just, they, they got the same fucked up hands that Alex Honnold has, mm-hmm. <laughs> where they can just grab onto fucking anything without any issue. So then the two, uh, at the Seven Stones, the two musicians arrive. One of the dogs is still there and barks. The twins try to make sense of things, so they follow the dog that leads them somewhere. Back in Evil Lair, Liana checks on Alexa. The dog finds Alexa's necklace. Liana puts it back on. Liana says the magical best friend prayer, and Alexa recovers. Hooray. Liana drops exposition about what happened, but whatever will they do? They climb out of this thing that they're in. 
And out at the Seven Stones, Lydia arrives. And Melody tells Lydia that she must place the diamonds in this other fucking Stonehenge-looking thing. Some of the diamonds on her wrist that must be placed in the stone in the proper order. We go back to the evil lair. The two best friends hug. But then they hear something. The dog starts to bark and it sees the other dog. And the twins are here too. The dogs are being creepy and fucking like animated clip through each other. And the twins save the day. The heroes hop on the twins' horses and fucking ride off. Back with Lydia. She places all the diamonds in the correct order. No time to waste on that. No fucking – we got to keep going. This is turning into a Barbie fairy secret. We got to go. Hell yeah. So back with Lydia. She places all the diamonds in the correct order that Melody was telling her, but nothing's happening. And Lydia's like, uh, hey, um, what the fuck? And Melody is like, okay, well, there are a few more steps back with our heroes. They just got done explaining a plan. They ride off back with Lydia. She monologues to Melody in the mirror. Lydia hears something in the distance, so she sends Slider to go get him. We go in the woods. Slider finds one of the musician twins playing guitar, and Slider's about to pounce when the other twin drops down and hits Slider on the head. I kind of imagine him hitting a Randy Savage elbow drop on the fucking dragon. Exactly, exactly. I was half expecting just for like an RKO attitude adjustment tombstone style just hit for with one of these guys against slider. You just hear him say snap into a slim gym motherfucker. And then Randy stabbed it. He just goes, that would be so sick. Oh my God. They just turn into wrestlers. You just see him just like tear off their clothes and it's just, and it's just the speedos that wrestlers use. <laughs> now we go back with Lydia. The heroes arrive running in. Lydia plays her magical flute and it appears to work. The two are, you know, under Lydia's spell, but then Lydia plays some more to make a whirlpool in a nearby lake. And then back with Lydia, uh, it was only a ruse that they were under Lydia's spell, so they take Lydia's flute, but Lydia threatens to bust the mirror. Melody is like, you know, I fucking had enough of this, and then breaks the mirror herself somehow, and then Lydia throws the mirror in the whirlpool. I love that. She's just like, she's like, you know what? Fuck this. And then she just like slams on the mirror. I'm like, damn. Like I was half expecting her to be like, girl, I'll get you. But she quite literally just says, her, is like, oh, I'm done. And then she just breaks the mirror. I was like, hell yeah. God damn. And then Liana runs off with the flute. One of the dogs dives in to save Melody. And I'm just sitting there just like, please die. Please die. Please die. Please die. <laughs> you just, you just see the dog just like almost die. And you're like, Oh God, please, please. This nightmare must end. <laughs> so now both dogs are in the water now, holding on to the mirror. Liana holds the, fu- the flute above the whirlpool, threatening Lydia. By the way, back with the twins, they fucking defeated, defeated uh, Slider with ease. Just little, th- there wasn't really an- anything interesting to yeah, mention. Yeah, they kill him with the freaking guitar string, yeah. which, which, which feels like it should like be a little more visceral if they're, if they're trying to take out Slider, but you know, okay. It should yeah. hit a little bit more. Yeah, it's like, cause I don't know if anyone's touched a guitar string before, but they're not exactly soft. So it's not like you're like, oof, oh, oh my god, you could fucking, you could fucking it's take like, a man's head off with that. Yeah, yeah, you're like, you're like, oh my god, I'm bleeding. Oh my god, I'm bleeding. <laughs> so back with Alexa, they get the mirror. Liana drops the flute in the whirlpool. Lydia just walks in the whirlpool and picks it up. I love okay, that. that. That was stakes, I guess. Lydia just Lydia just does not care at all. Lydia is just like, you know what? To hell with it. We're just, like, I'm just, I'm done playing this game. So she just walks in. Everyone else is struggling except her. <laughs> so then uh, Lydia tries to play it, but only water comes out. Now a spell is overcoming her, and she screams no to the heavens, and then disappears. And I'm sitting there like, yo, she dead. 
Exactly. You're just, that, was, that was so funny. It was like, I assumed this was her death scene. Mm-hmm. And I was so stunned because I was half expecting her to just be like, be, that to be the end of it. And I was, yeah. it was so unceremonious and fast. I was like, oh, 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 she's dead? She's like dead, dead? Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> so then Alexa and Liana check on Melody, but she's not in the mirror. The twins are back and they're like, okay, well, how are we going to get her back? They don't have the keys to the Diamond Castle, but Liana has a feeling that it's near. Maybe Melody's song is the key. And Alexa and Liana start to sing Melody's song at a lake. And the dogs just stand there with hatred in their eyes. (laughs) They are its soulless, soulless, just empty gaze. (laughs) So after they sing, the Diamond Castle rises from the water like it's, I don't know, the fucking Walt Disney Castle. And it's just so, it's so pretty, you see. And the heroes walk across the Diamond Castle Bridge and their dresses transform as they twirl into other dresses. And uh, I guess it also gives them a shower because, you know, I'm sure they stink after living in the fucking woods for like two days. Yeah, exactly. It's just... Sure, it gives them an entire makeover in every way. Like they just sit there and like, they're like, oh my God. Alexa, your teeth are back. They haven't rotted out. And she's like, oh. and she's just like looking at her teeth and everything. Like just like all their hygiene is just back to normal. When uh, the magic also takes a mirror and transforms it into Melody. She's a real girl now. And the three hug, even the dog fucking twirls and creepily have fairy dust sprinkled on them. And, you know, hell, it gives the twins new clothes, too. So we go in the castle now. Everyone walks through and it's so majestic. And but the twins spot something and just kind of fuck off somewhere else. But the three other girls go into some kingdom hall as they find the muses, the muses musical instruments. But it's not over yet as Lydia and Slider appear out of nowhere. And then Liana and Alexa rush into the rush to get the instruments, but then get knocked over. But then Melody grabs the instrument, hands them to Liana and Alexa, and the two start playing their instruments. And the power of friendship is defeating Lydia. Again, and now Lydia and Slider turn to stone and Lydia drops her flute. That the was day is saved. Again, it was just again, like a, again, like a like a freaking it felt like almost a uh, like a heel entrance in a WWE match. Like it's just it's so out of nowhere because it's just them just like what a beautiful castle. Oh. Is that the muses' instruments? And then, and then you just hear their like boss. You hear their intro music, and they just come swooping in and try and like kill everybody real fast, which is so, which is nuts. So after Lydia is defeated, uh, this unfreezes and unbrainwashes everyone in the kingdom, including the muses and the townspeople. Back in the kingdom hall, the twins appear, and I'm like, "Where the fuck did y'all go?" They're like, "What did we miss, guys?" I love that. They I love that they they just they just reappear. Like they just like disappeared in another dimension or something. <laughs> so then we see the muses arrive and inside the muses anoint uh, Liliana and Alexa's princesses of music and the dogs are also wearing tiaras. Also there are random children here with horses and Melody is no longer an apprentice. She is a true muse of music. She has replaced Lydia cool oh and the and the twins and the twins start uh they get gifted some brand spanking new guitars and they're electric somehow and they can just fucking (laughs) 
play like fu- they're fucking like they're fucking Kirk Hammett now without any amps. Somehow. They are. They, I do love that they're. I love that they're like. Here's your upgrade, and their upgrade is the electric guitars, and they literally just shred. <laughs> and I'm like, like, damn, the Middle Ages just got a whole lot crazier. Like those guys, those guys are absolutely just gonna get fucking killed easily. No way, no way, someone's gonna hear like them play. I don't know for whom the bell tolls on guitar and think to and like. Like a priest isn't going to have them killed because they think it's demonic. Yeah. I mean, fucking Beethoven and Mozart would be a hell of a lot better if they got some electric guitars in there. I love that. It was like, what if the, what if Beethoven hit an absolutely diabolical lick? <laughs> so Melody, Melody invites her two new best friends to live with her. Alexa says like she misses her old home and she has grown, you see. And the muses give the two some seeds to plant back at their home. And then we get another musical number where the two princesses dance with the twin and sing and dance and all that. Even the creepy ass fucking dogs like fucking, I don't know, hit the dab as Barbie and as Barbies sing about friendship. We go outside the castle where Liana and Alexa, they say goodbye to everyone, including the twins, as they get carried off in a carriage by a magical pink horse. We go back to their burned down house where Liana and Alexa arrive back and plant the things in the ground. And it makes the flowers grow back bigger and stronger. And the two live there with their creepy ass fucking dogs house still burnt down and everything exactly exactly it's that was my favorite they're like here are some seeds to like rectify all of the (laughs) destruction that befell your house and they're like perfect and all it is is seeds for crops and they're and i'm like that's nice that's so nice there's a huge singular problem right now that has not been addressed and then a hurricane comes through and wipes out uh, Liana and, and Alexa, and they fucking die. It's exactly. It's just a just a quick thunderstorm just gives them hypothermia. <laughs> oh, and I remember the beginning of the movie with Barbie and Teresa. Okay, we're fucking back to that. Barbie delivers some message about sticking together, and yeah, Stacy learns the true meaning of friendship while Barbie and Teresa continue to strum on their guitars weirdly. And yeah, dude, that's the fucking movie. Jesus, what a what a what a what a wild and crazy adventure! Hell yeah! You can hear my there there is there isn't there is an end of credits scene with the dogs dancing. That's the one that the meme got pulled from. But I think I, I, think I missed that probably for the better. I missed that. T- I missed that too. But that's what I was told from my girlfriend. She was like, she was like, yeah, that's they they, they cut that crap out. And I'm like, tragedy has befallen us, dude. <laughs> it's real tragic. Uh, but. That's it. That's the freaking movie. It's it wasn't was not the best by any stretch, but it was not offensive. I was I was I was very I was very whelmed by it, underwhelmed, but not not pissed, you know? Yeah, I think I rank this like above Barbie is Thumbelina, but like below Island Princess, because Island Princess was again just like so mid, and there were things in Barbie and the Diamond Castle that I was like, I actively do not like this. Yeah, but it wasn't. But it yeah. wasn't as bad as Thumbelina. So no, I think I think grand scheme of things, it's like Princess and the Popper is like number one. Then you have like, uh, what is it? Fairy Secret, which is like two steps below mm-hmm. at number two, and yeah. then you have this big chunk of Barbie movies, two steps below Fairy Secret, which is like, uh, you have. Island Princess, 
You're forgetting the Nutcracker. Nutcracker. Got, yeah, exactly. Nutcracker and Diamond Castle. And then at the crater of the bottom is Thumbelina. <laughs> big big fan of Fairy Secret is Michael Flaherty. Dog, I'm telling you, the longer and longer we go on, the longer and longer, I'm, the more and more I'm giving more credit to Fairy Secret. It's, it's, it fucking it moves. Is, Dude, it moves. It's at least it's fast. I gotta say, of all of the things, it's at least quick about it. Yeah, this one felt a lot longer than Fairy Secret. Cause I, like, yeah, this Fairy Secret could have been longer. This one probably could have been, I don't know, like five, like 10, 15 minutes shorter, maybe. 15 minutes shorter. Yeah. 15 minutes shorter, easily. <laughs> so there's a lot of a lot of extra crap. So, Mike, I want to ask you, where do you put this in your drunk movie marathon? Like one, two, three, oh. or something different? This has got to be, I got to say, I'm putting this probably at a two or a three Mm -hmm. because I feel like the main draw of this movie is laughing at the dogs. Mm -hmm. The dogs are just, you like, oh my God, they're a crime. They are a crime. Slider's also very ugly. Uh, We did not mention that in the podcast, but Slider, oh my Lord, Slider is, Slider's, Slider's ugly. Slider's very ugly. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's mostly the animals that you're, that you're, that you're pointing and laughing at in this. So I'm putting it at a two or a three. Thumbelina is absolutely number three. I'm, I've already, I have my stretch of movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've got, I've got like, I'm going to put Fairy Secret as number, as my f- movie number one. I'm not going to put Princess and the Popper because Princess and the Popper, I'd say is a movie zero. Mm-hmm. You know, you set up and you're like, you're like, people are coming in. You got it running. People are like, I remember Princess and the Popper. And you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. And then you got movie number one is Fairy Secret because everyone's just like it is a nonstop one hundred percent go and again. Drink, and then you drink got drink every time that the princess calls Ken by a different name. Exactly, exactly. And you are you will be you will be hammered. And then number two, you got Diamond Castle because you got the dogs. They're nightmare fuel. The movie's pretty. The story's standard, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, whatever. And then number three is Thumbelina because you're hammered. The movie sucks, mm-hmm. but God damn, some of the crap they say that just slips in between the cracks and the general vibe of the characters is just so terrible. Hell yeah. Well, Mike, man, we got through this one. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Mess Up Midnight Podcast. Go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. You guys know the deal. Stay up to date with what we got going on. Mike, what's coming up, man? What's coming up is we have next time we've got... For the next three movies, actually, we're wrapping up Barbie Month with none other than the Fairytopia trilogy. We're going back to back to back Barbie Fairytopia movies. Guys, there's going to be a lot of edible glitter in those drinks. (laughs) It's going to be so much glitter. Take a thing of edible glitter and just fucking dump it in your glass. And we're going to start like that. (laughs) Preemptively. Preemptively. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you all next uh, next time when we... Get our fairy on. Hell yeah. See you next week, everybody.